For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scowls or impressed. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scowls or impressed. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scowls or impressed. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scowls or impressed. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All studios at Radio it's City. Started, this is Scowls and Brust, presented by Ooh. Brooklyn Brewery on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Presented by Brooklyn Brewery across the SPF Wisconsin. Benny Brust has left the studios. I'm Greg Scalzo. Alex Strofe, Josh DiMaggio running the show. You're the Scalzo and Brust family on Twitter. At Scalzo and Brust uh, on the patented official Scalzo and Brust talking text line 800-990-3776. We'll get back to the Aaron Rodgers conversation, but right now it's time to play Are You Smarter? Than Ben Brost. For those of you that say Ben Brust is an idiot, well, here's your chance to be proven right. It's time to play Are You Smarter Than Ben Brust? It is Are You Smarter Than Ben Brust? Today's contestant, Jordan in Middleton. Jordan, welcome to Scalzo and Brust. Do you think you're smarter than Ben Brust? Well, I definitely do think I'm smarter than Ben Brust. I've played along on the radio, get a bunch of double digits, but uh, let's, let's keep the category something that I'm good at here. And, and then, uh, then I'll uh, confirm it. Well, there is no. We've had some Aaron Rodgers theme. We're back to. There is no theme today, right, Joshi? No theme. Just are you smarter than a child? Basically, level questions. Perfect. I, I, I like. Uh, here's how the game goes. It sounds like you are somewhat familiar. Uh, you've got 15 questions to answer in 90 seconds or less. If you don't know the answer to a question, you are allowed to say skip or pass, and we then revisit that question once we get through the original 15. If you get more correct answers than Ben Bruss, you will win yourself a $50 gift card to Bucket Honeys. Any like questions, it. Jordan, or are you good to go? I'm ready. All right, he is ready. I like that. All right, let's get it started. Then we've got Jordan in Middleton. Are you smarter than Ben Brost? In three, two, one. In what country is the District of Columbia located? The United States of America. What is the name of the pet dinosaur on the Flintstones? You know. Which great civilization did Alexander the Great come from? Yeah, Egyptian. What are the first ten amendments in the Constitution called? The Bill of Rights. What does the white dove symbolize? Hope. What is the first letter of the Greek alphabet? Alpha. What Dutch painter cut off a part of his ear? Van Gogh. What money is used in Germany? The Frank. Who wrote the autobiography of Mark Twain? Skip. 
In which country is the Great Barrier Reef? Australia. Who lives at number four, Privet Drive? Harry Potter or the, the Dursleys? In which city is the Cathedral of Notre Dame? Uh, Paris. What is the name of the famous big red dog? Clifford. What temperature does water boil at in Fahrenheit? 212. How many pints are in a quart? Counts if you get it. Pints in a quart. Uh, four. Joshua, what do we get there? Nine spot? Ten spot. Ten spot. Double, double digits. digits. Jordan called right. it. Jordan yes. Middleton with a ten spot there. Good performance. I uh, think you'll kick yourself on a couple of those, but for the most part, Probably. you got to feel good uh, about a ten spot when it comes to are you smarter than Ben Brust. I don't remember the last time Brust got double digits, but it wasn't that long ago. He's been relatively hot lately compared to normal, uh, even though we've had some Aaron Rodgers teams questions recently uh, as he waddles his way back into the studio now. Um, wearing a blue and white hat and a light blue and gray shirt. Is that not okay? Just setting the scene. That's it. Just going full play-by-play here. Uh, he does have his watch on, which is an interesting, uh, interesting move, but he's uh, he's getting the camera. All right, Ben Bruss, you know how this game works. Uh, you've got 90 seconds to answer 15 questions, whichever comes first. If you don't know the answer to a question, you are allowed to say skip or pass. We then revisit that question once we get through the original 15. If you fail to get more correct answers than Jordan Middleton, Jordan will win himself a $50 gift card to Bucket Honeys. Let's do it. All right. Ben Brust, and are you smarter than Ben Brust? In three, two, one. In what country is the District of Columbia located? The United States of America. What is the name of the pet dinosaur on the Flintstones? Pass. What great civilization did Alexander the Great come from? England. What are the first ten amendments in the Constitution called? The Bill of Rights. What does the white dove symbolize? Love. What is the first letter of the Greek alphabet? A. Which Dutch painter cut off a part of his ear? Picasso. What money is used in Germany? German. Uh, Deutsch. I don't know. Who wrote the autobiography of Mark Twain? Mark Twain. In which country is the Great Barrier Reef? Australia. Who lives at number four, Privet Drive? Pass. In which city is the Cathedral of Notre Harry Dame? Harry Potter. Um, which city? Josh gave that up. No. In which city is the Cathedral of Notre Dame? Uh, Notre Dame. What is the name of the famous Big Red Dog? Oh, man, I know this. This one's going to hurt me. Pass! What temperature does water boil at in Fahrenheit? Oh, jeez. I know, I know <laughs> freezing now. What's freezing? 32. What about Celsius for freezing? Zero. What about boiling for Fahrenheit? 100. Oh, uh, for Fahrenheit, that's the question. Um, Correct. I was just trying to get you to not think it, think about it and just uh, go, but you've lost anyway. So. 100 and... 
30 degrees. <laughs> Joshy, final score for Ben Brost. Four. Oh my God! An absolute drubbing today by Jordan in Middleton. Congratulations. You can tell all your friends you're officially smarter than Ben Brust and you will win yourself a $50 Buck and Honey's gift card. Start from the top. The District of Columbia is indeed located in the United States of America. Dino is the uh, pet dinosaur on the Flintstones. Uh, Alexander the Great hails from Greece, the ancient Greek civilization. Uh, the first ten amendments in the Constitution are called the Bill of Rights. A white dove symbolizes peace. The first letter of a Greek alphabet, alpha. Mm. You know the second letter of the Greek alphabet, beta. What about the third? You don't have a shot. Uh, what Dutch painter cut off a part of his ear? It was not uh, Picasso. It was indeed Vincent van Gogh. In Germany, uh, the euro is used. Duh. Oh my you got the autobiography of Mark Twain, which tripped up Jordan and Middleton a little bit. That was indeed written by Mark Twain. Uh, the Great Barrier Reef is in Australia, although if I was Josh, I wouldn't give you that because of your accent that you did there. It was so bad that yeah. I feel like it was unacceptable. Um, <laughs> that as was a back fake as Harry- a show. Uh, you you exposed yourself as a fake Harry Potter fan by not knowing who lives at number four. I, co- Drive. I got that correct. Until you... Josh DiMaggio made a face and you said, yeah. oh, what's the most embarrassing thing for me not to know is a non-book reader of Harry Potter, but the guy that wants to act like a cute nerd of Harry Potter, even though he didn't actually do anything. No, I had a flashback the of the first one where where uh, you know Hagrid drops him off with yeah. or in Dumbledore and all that and McGuanagall. Uh, you know what happened? McGuanagall? McGuanagall? <laughs> <laughs> you, Greg, what happened there is I gave him an evil smile and I gave him the I gotcha. I got gotcha you yep. right where I want you. Yeah. Immediate- I saw it I saw it play out on the team's yep. call here. Uh the Cathedral of Notre Dame is not in Notre Dame, that is in Paris. Uh Clifford is the name of the big, famous big red dog we were looking for. Next Damn thing it. I know Ben Ben's gonna talk about how he's the world's <laughs> largest Clifford fan, even though he didn't know the name. 212 is the temperature in which water boils at 212 Fahrenheit and two pints in a quart. Two pints. Never got to that one. It doesn't sound like I was going to get it right. No. It's good to see you back uh, getting nice under five spots. Oh, yeah, yeah. You like that? I like that. Did you have fun? You having fun? Uh Uh-huh. Good. And it was nice knowing that we we got you on the Harry Potter one. Did I not get that question right? You gave me the satisfaction I need when you passed it. Like, you didn't know. There was no chance you would know what that was. So so you guys don't do this show for everyone. You do it for yourselves. No, we do it for everyone. We want everyone to know you're a Potter fraud. You're a fraud. Potter from You're a scam artist. That's how it goes. It's fine. It's uh, fine. <laughs> Speaking of fine, better than fine, the American Family Insurance Championship is back, and that makes me feel like all is fine in the world. It's one of my favorite events every summer, and it's back at the University Ridge Golf Course in Madison, June 11th through the 13th. Go to AmFamChampionship.com to buy your tickets. Again, AmFamChampionship.com. Steve Stricker's hosting it. We know Andy North will be playing with it. They do such a great job putting on the event, and of course, not only is the event a blast to be at, but all proceeds go to the Steve 
Steve Stricker American Family Insurance Foundation, the American Family Children's Hospital, and other charitable organizations that make Wisconsin a great place to live. American Family Insurance here to protect you, to support you, and to help you achieve all your dreams. So go to AmFamChampionship.com, AmFamChampionship.com, and get your tickets because it's going to be an amazing event. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Ian Rappaport said earlier today, and it seems like the narrative amongst most people in the know is the Packers are not going to trade Aaron Rodgers before the season starts. If Aaron Rodgers is not playing for the Packers on week one, would you rather have him on the couch next to Shailene Woodley or playing with another team? 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. We want to hear from you, the Scalzo and Bruss family. We'll open up the phone lines next on Scalzo and Bruss. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. S. Dot chimes in with Cartillo's way? Carlito's way. Okay, so, 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 so here's the thing. I promise you, the R, the, the R, word, the, the, no, Josh, Josh, the R does look like it goes over into the T. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Well, in the end, my friend, we will all be together again. Clutching on to my hand. In a valley with I can understand the frustration of the receivers. I mean, they're not showing up. They don't know who's going to throw them the ball. And you see all of the trickle-down effect that this is starting This is starting to cause. So they need to get as much as they possibly can if the goal now is to move on. That Teddy Bruschi on ESPN talking about the Aaron Rodgers situation. It seems more and more likely like both sides are digging in and yes, seems like there is some fallout. No receivers showing up to OTAs. Mandatory minicamp coming up next week on June 8th. It'll be interesting to see what it looks like there as far as who is there and who is not. Who is here? Scalzo and Brust. He's Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. Alex Strofe. Josh DiMaggio. You, the Scalzo and Brust family on Twitter. At Scalzo and Brust. Calling us. Texting us. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. And it raises an interesting question, right? Because I think in a vacuum, you've got a standoff. You have a standoff between the Packers and their front office who don't want to trade Aaron Rodgers, who want to do everything possible to try to work this out and bring Aaron back to the quarter, uh, as the quarterback for the Packers. And you've got Aaron Rodgers on the other side who doesn't want to return because he doesn't like Brian Gutekunst. He doesn't like the way that the Packers do business anymore. Um, and he cares, you know, his, his feelings are hurt. But what's caught in the middle of that is the children. It's the kids. It's the players. It's the coaches. It's everybody else who is affected by these two sides digging their heels in. And so I want to ask the Scalzo and Bruss family, and I'll ask you, Ben, like, if we put it as a known, a known that Aaron Rodgers will not be playing for the Packers in week one of the 2021 season, would you rather have him sitting on a couch, still under contract with the Packers, uh, or would you rather have him traded and already on a different team and the Packers have future assets which aren't going to help in 2021, but that they could potentially for the future? We're just talking about week one, not talking about what happens after that. What would be your preferred uh, uh, Packers team? 
I think week one, I want him on the couch. Because if Aaron Rodgers truly loves his teammates and loves his coaches, as he so said on that Sports Center with Kenny Mayne that I know I did not watch in full, but I watched bits and pieces of, that I think you make Aaron Rodgers sit out and basically show, if you're the Packers organization, you're like, hey, look, Aaron, Aaron doesn't love you as much as he said he is. Because if he did, he would find his way to get on the field with you guys right now. Because by him not playing, he is now being a distraction. I think then post-week one, you're like, all right, if you want to move on from him and trade for assets, but I think you try and get him in the emotion. You try and get him as the quarterback that led this team to back-to-back NFC Championship games. If he really is going to sit out and he does that week one, you know that he is just disconnected from your franchise forever and just move on from him and get assets from him at that point after week one i make him watch and say come back and be like i want to be out there with those guys you'll know how where he stands by how he reacts after that week one so you're saying uh you would rather have the packers not trade him have this carry on throughout the offseason get into the season make him sit and then figure out okay is he really going to sit out what do we do from here yes Dig in, dig in, dig in. Because that's what both sides are doing. We're digging in. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. Ron in the key just says, Harry Potter, more like Harry Poser. Okay, that was mean. If that's what... Gosh darn. I hate not having control over the buttons that are pushed behind the glass sometimes. Uh, Yeah, and I actually tend to agree with what you're saying, Ben. Uh, I I would do the same. I would prefer that he still be on the roster, but he sits. And I would acknowledge how much that could potentially affect the rest of the team, how that could potentially affect the 21 season. But the 21 season ain't going to be a championship season if you trade Rodgers either. Uh, The value for the Packers in a trade would have happened on draft night or it happens next offseason. There's nothing they can do between now and the start of the regular season that would make me feel good about trading Aaron Rodgers. And the one thing that nobody wants to talk about because there is this this desire to build this narrative that all of the power was, is with Aaron Rodgers, that he has all of the leverage, that ultimately this is a player's league now. It's not. Because what Aaron Rodgers doesn't have that the Packers do have is time. It's not about money. It's not about anything other than time. Because the Packers can say, yeah, we'll bleed you out. Because we've got another 50 years, 100 years, 150 years of Packers football. You've got five, six years tops. He'd be, we'd be, I think Rodgers would be happy if he had three more great seasons, four more great seasons. Are you really going to blow one of those because you're mad at Brian Gutekunst? Because your feelings got hurt? And I think that's where ultimately the Packers have the leverage over Aaron Rodgers in that spot. No matter how much Rodgers doesn't want to come back and play for the Packers, They do have the opportunity to bleed him out. And players understand that there is an end game. There is an expiration date on their career. And that expiration date is going to be coming up quick on Aaron Rodgers. Until that point, he decides, you know what, I'm going to put the pads back on. And I know that you want to talk about how much he cares about the players, how much he cares about his teammates and his coaches. And he does, but he really cares about one person. He cares about Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers' legacy only gets better if he's playing on the field, not if he's sitting on the couch. But what if? 
Okay, or go Betty. ahead. You, <laughs> guys, both, you no, guys are no. both competing again. Hands up. <laughs> again, is this Scalzo and Di- uh, Dimaggio? No, it's Scalzo this and Brust. This is like the second interjection I've wanted to offer, and it's another. Is is he? Would the Packers win anywhere else aside from the court of public, like court of public opinion, in terms of fans, if they force him to sit out? Because I don't think. The Packers roster is going to be a big fan of them being in a situation where Aaron Rodgers is week one sitting out. They're not letting him trade. Like, they're not trading him because the wide receivers aren't there, all five of them. And they want us to believe that's a coincidence, but I don't think it is. Like, his teammates are going to have an issue with the way they're being treated as well, with the way he's being treated. I mean, I think the way that he's being treated, like, you, you mean in terms of of them wanting to pay him an exorbitant amount of money and him not wanting to... Like, when you talk about the way he's being treated, it's like that Goody is going over to his house and, like, pulling his pants down or something. Like, like I get what you're saying overall. You want to make <laughs> sure... That, that... I wasn't actually saying that. That's not... I know. That's what it sounded like, but, but to those players the and aesthetics. what Rodgers has... Yeah, it just... I don't think that would be received well from players who you want to resign and remain Packers. I think I think it's even if you trade him. If you trade him, I don't think anyone's going to feel any better or worse than if you if he's still on the roster as you get in the season. Right? Because like ultimately it's getting rid of Rodgers. And I do think that the front office could spin this as no, we're committed to Rodgers. Like we are willing to just literally pay him while he is out because I think I have a hard time seeing the Packers trying to collect money from Rodgers while also trying to get him to return <laughs> to play. So I could see them saying, we'll keep paying him. We just want him back. And then continuing to put the onus and the ball in Aaron Rodgers' court. But it's something you have to be concerned about is, is Aaron Rodgers going to poison the well and players aren't going to want to play necessarily for that front office? There's just a way where all of this, to me, reflects back on Rodgers. And if you're going to trade him to begin with, Josh, you already lost everything, right? That's a good point. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Devontae's not going to be happy if he's looking down the line and it's Blake Bortles uh, calling the plays. But the Bakersfield Cannon. <laughs> Benny, what did you have? Josh, he hit it. <laughs> 800-990-3776. Let's get to Phil in Cedarburg. Phil, welcome to Scalzo and Brust. Hey, hey, gentlemen, how you guys doing? Doing great, Philip. Thank you. Uh, uh, so, here, I don't know about all this Roger stuff. I mean, I just, I'm just worn down with it. You know, it's just, I'm just like, I have complete apathy towards at this point. The only thing I, I know is if I ever see that guy in a bathroom, he's getting punched. Whoa! You're that bad for the call. No, 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 Josh, no. If he's still there, bring him back on. Yeah, I mean, Phil, you're that upset with Aaron Rodgers that you'd want to punch him. You wouldn't want to reason with them or ask him what he's feeling or why he's why he doesn't want to be back. What is it with Brian Gutekunst that you hate so much? Because what if he told you something about Brian Gutekunst and you're like, man, yeah, Goody sucks. I'm actually on Aaron's side. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has got maybe one of the most privileged lives life that on the planet. Am I am I right? But that he goes all over the world. He's playing in Hawaii. I just know if I see him in a bathroom, he's getting punched. All right, there it is. He just wants to punch him. Thank Thanks you for the I call. Just, I wanted to see if there was something more. I'm, with I'm guessing that's also off of. You, I, I think that it's also off of the Miles Teller situation that happened in Hawaii, where he was punched in a bathroom. Yeah, I don't think that offering threats to Aaron Rodgers is the best place we should be going. 
Here's our hall monitor, Josh DiMaggio. So I'm not offering it. threats. I'm trying to provide context. I think the punch in the bathroom is in reference yes. to Miles Teller getting jumped by two guys in a bathroom in Hawaii, or at least that's what Miles Teller clarified. Which, which is a crime. Allegedly. Anti-crime show. Yes. Big time. Scouts on Brust. You guys sound like a bunch of narcs right now. <laughs> 800-990-3776. I do want to give a shout-out to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Gina Della from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. It's June. It's time to upgrade with Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And June's got an incredible offer. Six-year no-interest financing, which, again, you're not going to find that better in the industry anywhere else, or 40% off installation. Pella Windows now leads Wisconsin and states across the country as number one for highest value, highest quality, highest innovation, and most preferred windows, according to a 2021 consumer survey. Not only is the quality great, not only are the financing offers better than anywhere you're going to find, but the people. Gina Della and her entire team at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin are the best that there is, led by Gina, who is the best. Plus, Pella installed by Pella certified installers in as little as just one day. Order by June 30th for your chance of six years no interest financing or 40% off installation. 855 Pella WI. 855-Pella WI. Or set your free consultation. PellaWI.com slash radio. PellaWI.com slash radio. Now we've got a bunch of folks chiming in and saying, yes, bathroom confrontations are uncool. Uh, yes, we do not uh, encourage anybody uh, to create any sort of interactions or um, confrontations in any bathroom. Do we Ross, just make a, a bathroom ba- statement right now? What's the worst bathroom confrontation you've ever had? None. I mean, the only issues that maybe like clogging the toilet and like having to unclog it. I mean, that's, that, that's, that's a situation. tough confrontation. I mean, the amount of public restrooms that I clogged growing up because I used too much toilet paper, <laughs> those were some confrontations. Uh, yep. You asked. 800 Would you rather have Aaron Rodgers if he's not on the Packers week one? If he's not playing with the Packers, would you rather him on the couch or on another team? We'll continue that conversation next on Scalzo and Brust. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. You did also talk about your babysitter applying Vaseline to your... I was a child. I was a isn't child. That like, isn't that like a thing for like babies, though? <laughs> I never grew out of it. Isn't it because you're wearing diapers? Yeah, I mean, you apply certain things to your so, baby to make sure they don't get like diaper why rash. Why were you doing it as an eight-year-old? Because I used too much toilet paper. You still do it. I guarantee you, you don't, you don't know how to wipe. Stream live and listen anytime on your time on Wisconsin On Demand. Talk about Las Vegas, but yeah. They've been 8-8, eight 7-9. Eight, Their roster's not exactly great. And Denver, we could talk about how good the roster is, but they've struggled the last few years. That's hardly a slam dunk, even if they have a quarterback in place. So Green Bay uh, makes, still makes the most sense, for sure. That from Get Up on ESPN, talking about Aaron Rodgers and what he will mean, uh, or what it will mean if he does not return to the Green Bay Packers. This Scalzo and Bruss, presented by Brooklyn Brewery across ESPN Wisconsin. He's Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. Uh, Alex Strofe, Josh Imaggio, you, the Scalzo and Bruss family on Twitter. At Scalzo and Bruss, calling us, texting us, 800-990-3776. That's where Chef Ed chimes in and says, I bleed green and gold. 
I don't want to admit it, but too many bridges have been burned. I think Aaron is done in Green Bay. So I got something wacky for you, Greg. You fine with wacky? I mean, even if I'm not, you're going to deliver it anyway, so yes. All right, so Aaron Rodgers, over the last year, has gone through a lot of transformations. And most recently, you know, we've seen him playing music and guitar, and he's engaged, and he's, you know, kind of traveling and skipping OTAs, which is something he never did in his last 15 years. He has changed and evolved a lot as a person. What if Aaron Rodgers, despite not having a lot of leverage, we'd all be in agreement that the Packers have more leverage over Aaron Rodgers in this situation. But what if Aaron Rodgers would go to the lengths of sitting out, even if it meant him sitting out for three years and paying back money or holding out until he got traded, until he got his way, so that his legacy, although it won't be the greatest quarterback of all time, could be the the quarterback that started this player empowerment movement. and like Because if he sat out for three years and the Green Bay Packers did nothing and he paid back all that money and then he just went on to go play for somebody else... Why would anyone want to play for Green Bay? He can make Green Bay look bad and sort of start this movement of this is, This needs to be about the players, especially at my position where it's the most important position in football. Thoughts? You want Aaron Rodgers to be the martyr here, sit out for three years, which means he's coming back in what, 2024? He'll be 40. Um, I mean, 2024, right? Yeah, he'll be 40... 41 years old during that season. And be like the voice for player empowerment in the NFL. But what do you mean by player empowerment? He's not making the game safer. He's not protecting the players in the field. He's what? He's saying the players should get to sign contracts and then leave and choose wherever they want to go? Like, yes. the players already fought for free agency. and, and but, but what is he fighting for? He's fighting for, like, hey, I'm the most important player on this team. If you guys are going to struggle without me, you should have traded me. And then the, the Packers aren't going to win the next three years. They're not going to win a Super Bowl. They, they leave with Aaron. Aaron Rodgers being unhappy, then Aaron Rodgers gets to go wherever he wants. And will... If Aaron Rodgers doesn't play football the next three years, he's not coming back for that fourth year in his 40s. Like, it just doesn't work like that. Like, he's not going to be the same player. He won't be in shape. Uh, and we have seen this play out before. Russell Wilson said, hey, I might not want to be back in Seattle. And then a month later, he was back in Seattle. I know, but like, I'm saying what if Aaron only... does the, the more than Ru- Russell Wilson? Just keeps digging his heels in, keeps digging his heels in, keeps digging his heels in until the Packers budge. The world moves on. Like, this isn't... like. Like, Patrick Mahomes is just the guy now. And then, you know, you've got a bunch of other great young quarterbacks and Justin Herbert, and you've just got new guys, and people forget about Aaron Rodgers. Like, I, I, I guess I would give him a shot. But Colin, Colin Kaepernick fought for a lot more, and it's not like everybody followed him and said, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and sit out until we figure out this whole police brutality piece of things. And so, like, I, I guess what would be the win for Aaron Rodgers? That there just are no contracts anymore? Everyone's Guaranteed on a one year contract? I mean, the, the Aaron Rodgers now gets to decide where he wants to play, and yeah, I mean, but the, then and he the, the Green Bay a massive extension. Like you're basically Fair. saying, players should get security of however many years they want, but at the same time, the ability to do whatever. They, like that's do, what do, Deshaun Watson and, and Russell Wilson have tried. I'm just saying, maybe Aaron takes it a step further and goes further than those guys did. And that's his legacy more than trying to win seven championships because he's never going to catch Brady. What is the legacy? 
legacy? Am I crazy here, Josh? Help me, help me out. What, what is the legacy that's established? I finished my point, Josh. I'm trying to figure out exactly what Ben Brust's angle is on this because if you were to fight for anything, it would have to be for guaranteed contracts because right now franchises hold the upper hand where they have all these outs where they can get out of what they promised. But I don't, I don't know what he like a. There's a forced trade clause. For players, I don't. But also, don't you think the Packers currently. would just come out and say, "Yeah, we offered Rodgers a fully guaranteed contract." <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I didn't want to poo-poo Ben's. Wacky I said it was idea. wacky, and it didn't work. Sometimes you got to throw stuff out there; and it doesn't work. I just don't know what the point was. I don't know what the end point was. Ultimately, I guess in that scenario, in my head, the Green Bay Packers would eventually just want to get rid of him and trade him, and he would win in that scenario. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. There's literally, we've got two guys in the radio show right now, Alex Strofe, who are communicating non-verbally with each other while both trying to step onto the stage. Yeah. Like, I, I, I Josh gave me my instructions. Brust is holding like his him. hand up. He got Brust the is holding his hand up. And, and then... All of a sudden, instead of speaking, he just starts mouthing words to Josh DiMaggio that nobody can hear after quieting everybody down. Basically, Josh wants us to go to break, and I want us to go to callers. You guys figure out what you're doing. I'm going to tell the world about my amazing experience with American Family Insurance. AmFam.com to find your American Family Insurance agent. AmFam.com. I'm a first-time homeowner. I have no idea what I am doing, and I could not be luckier uh, than I am. To work with a group at American Family Insurance that is there to protect my dream of homeownership, even when I have no idea what the heck I'm doing. When you work with American Family Insurance, uh, you're going to get a policy that meets your needs. So if you are a first-time homeowner, you are going to get a policy that meets your needs as a first-time homeowner. Plus, you can save up to 28% when you bundle your home and auto, just as I do. So when we had to submit a claim, I'll give you an example. Uh, we didn't have to call just a nameless, faceless 800 number and say, hey, this happened what do i do should we got to call an agent who we know who we trust who's in the community somebody will see and will continue to see and talk to her and say hey katie what's the next best move what do we do here um hey i want to put this protection in now i want an umbrella policy we have this engagement ring now can we roll that into our policy and we have somebody there working for us and it is so great amfam.com amfam.com to find your american family insurance agent uh guys what do we decide I can show you. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. Does Ben use a wrench to hang pictures? <laughs> no, but he's never used a wrench. That's the honest to God truth. Never? Um, that's, that's how we've come to realize Ben has never used a wrench, is that he went right to, I haven't hung pictures on my wall. I mean, lefty, loosey, righty, tighty. <laughs> I know that. Stream live and listen anytime on your time on Wisconsin On Demand. Scalzo and Bros presented by Brooklyn Brewery across ESPN Wisconsin. 800-990-3776. Joshy DiMaggio, 3-0 against Ben Brust today. Uh, let's go to Reggie from Sheboygan. Reggie, quickly, welcome to Scalzo win. and Brust. What do you got? Hey, buddy, I'll make it quick. Um, I've said this three times now. You can't let the inmates run the asylum, but you also can't have the asylum pushing this guy around. 
what they ought to do is get rid of Gutekis, take Aaron Rodgers, trade him to Denver, get the three-round draft picks, get the two second-round draft picks, adios, and let's see what we can do with those people. He's letting his own teammates down. He's letting everybody down. So he hasn't won since 2000 and what? Ever. (laughs) You know? He lost those games. Nobody else did. Thank you, Ray. Thank you for the call. 800-990-3776. What do you think about that, Benny? Just clean house. I mean, I kind of like the the outside-the-box approach, but I also think it's kind of dumb because Aaron (laughs) Rodgers did go to -to back-to-back NFC Championship games, and basically what he's saying is we don't need Gutekunst, we we don't need Rodgers, we just need Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur, and next thing you know, we're over the hump. He sounds like Mark New Berlin. What if Goody sits out the next few years just to show (laughs) the rest of the league that general managers should have more respect and like build his legacy? So you're trolling my take, is what you're doing, right? Is that what you're no. doing? No, you, you would never. Take, you asked the question, which I do think is a fair question of like, what would that look at? How would he be remembered if he sits out? I just don't think it would be as endearingly as a player like Colin Kaepernick, who like people look at and say, "Wow, you stood out. You sat out for a reason. You sacrificed for something." For Rodgers, it was my feelings were really hurt. They drafted another quarterback, so I didn't play for three years. I'm sorry, Aaron subliminally talked. And gives weird messages and like doesn't say anything direct. That I'm coming up with all these weird things. So, well, maybe if you listen to the full interview, you'd have a better idea. Or read Harry Potter. On the tee up Jeez. next in Milwaukee, Spain and Fitz and Madison.